Paychecks in the Office listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Did you know that this March, a whopping 86% of you will be sneaking peeks at the games when you're supposed to be working? It's the least productive month in sports, and Dave & Buster's is celebrating with an all-day $5 happy hour on March 21st for the first round of games. So ditch your second tabs for big screens, cold beers, and free Wi-Fi. But most importantly, stop pretending to work at the office and start pretending to work at Dave & Buster's on March 21st at participating locations only. What's up, everyone? It's Chicks in the Office with Rian Fran, giving you that Friday energy on a Monday. Are you looking for relief, relaxation, or to party on the motherfucking moon? Then check out 3Cheese's new True Strains lineup of cannabis vapes and gummies tailored for specific effects. And the best part? It's delivered straight to your door. Visit 3Chi.com. That's 3Chi.com. And for a limited time, get 20% off with the code BARSTOOL20. Yes, so make sure you tune into that. I watch it every single year, so I know I shall be watching. And guess what time it is, everybody? What time is it? Summertime. (laughs) It's our vacation. What time is it? Time of our lives. Okay, we don't need to start singing already this early on in the episode. We don't. This is what makes people start hating us. They already do. Uh, What time is it, Francesca? uh monday <laughs> no think of i don't monday. know what my answer is supposed to be mashed potato time <laughs> we are the, we're almost there the best time of the freaking year i have been thinking about mashed potatoes every single day i cannot wait until thursday thursday is thanksgiving um i am just gonna eat a bunch of mashed potatoes that's my plan that's that's what my plan is just to it's eat a, mashed potatoes it's a great plan let me tell you it is a great great plan um it is thanksgiving week we will have our bachelorette recap on wednesday but we will not have an episode out on friday taking a taking a little break um i will say you know i'm gonna be in new jersey for thanksgiving um but right now i'm with joe's family and his they're having his you know small gathering with his immediate family and his mom was like i'm making roast they're doing roast potatoes and i was like i mean joe really i'm not even gonna be here i was like i was like joe really you know loves mashed potatoes she's like i can't she's like i'm I'm making dinner for four people i don't need to do roast potatoes and mashed potatoes it's a roast potatoes and i was like but joe loves the mashed potatoes so i I think i think i do think he is gonna get some yeah that's nice to look out for him yeah you have to look out for somebody right now when there's uh, no mashed potatoes on the cusp because i've said the story many times before there was one year there was no mashed potatoes i threw a fit rightfully so and now every single year everybody knows yep we better make some goddamn mashed potatoes Do not forget or else the mashed potatoes. maria is gonna be salty she's she's gonna be pissed so yeah. good call good call on your part where do you uh where do you fall on turkey I love a little turkey. I love, I'm yeah. really not a picky eater whatsoever. You know that I will eat anything yeah. in front of me basically. So I actually love to just 
stuff everything on my plate. I love mashed mm-hmm. potatoes. I love the turkey. Put some gravy on the turkey with mashed potatoes. Get it in one bite. Then you get the stuffing. Get the bite in together. Maybe cut up like a a soft, um, not muffin. What am I thinking of? Like cornbread. Cornbread. Yes. <laughs> Why did I blank on that? I don't know. Cornbread. It's cut like a muffin, but with corn. <laughs> cornbread cut it open put the turkey on it put gravy on it put mashed potatoes on Mm. it put cranberry on it put stuffing on it close the top Mm, you got yourself a thanksgiving sandwich i just slob everything on and i'm good to go what do you feel about turkey yeah it's hard because it is probably my least favorite thing that you eat on thanksgiving but it makes the best leftover thanksgiving food Yes. You know, like the night of uh, stuffing, mashed potatoes, the veggies, all those kinds of things I would put above the actual turkey. But when you slap that bad boy on your Thanksgiving turkey sandwich the next day with the cranberry and the stuffing and you Mm. make that good sandwich for lunch the next day, it is an absolute delight. Absolute delight. That's so... God, my mouth is watering and thank God we're only, we're only a few days away from Thanksgiving. It's, it's holiday season, everybody. It's a weird time. Obviously things aren't the usual right now. So let's try to just lift everybody's holiday cheer, Fran. I have a recommendation, which I do. I feel like every, every episode now, cause I just watch so much goddamn TV, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion, pop that on. If you want to get emotional and you want to get happy and you want to get sad and all of the above, pop that reunion on and eat some mashed potatoes and have yourself a week. I haven't watched it yet because I know that I will cry. Like you confirmed that you did cry. I know that I will also cry watching this. So I have to mentally prepare myself because I just watched, I watched the trailer for it. Mm-hmm. And I started to tear up as soon as they mentioned Uncle Phil. It wasn't even like I watched the whole the whole part. It was just the trailer. And I was like, oh, God, I, just, I can't. I don't know if I can do this. Friend, I was sobbing like I haven't sobbed before at a show yeah. or anything. It's, it's yeah. the most I've cried at something in a really long time. I don't know why everything out of their mouths I was sobbing at. And then Aunt Viv, she comes back. They hashed that problem out, her and Will. So it got feisty. Yeah. It was it was a very interesting, interesting special. And of course, the stuff about uh, Uncle Phil was really sad. They were just talking about stories and, yeah. you know, playing clips of him. This I don't want to spoil it all, but yeah. there's one scene between him and Will that just will fucking break your heart into pieces and you will just be sobbing like a baby but it's really good so highly highly recommend that and as for monday motivation i'm just gonna carry it from last week's just it's thanksgiving i don't want to change it up so just eat eat. no diet november yeah no diet november (laughs) but the thing is yes no diet november but i'm probably gonna have to do diet december because (laughs) I, I've gone too long with, with eating like shit, not taking care of my body, not doing any ounce of working out. It's, it's been a while. It's been a few months now. There was a time where I was like hitting the ground running, going to the gym every day, trying to eat healthy. That went out the window real fast. So no diet, November, maybe diet December. We'll see what happens. 
we'll think about it. I, uh, it's, it's hard because the gym is like, and rightfully so they have to take every precaution and you have to follow the rules. You know, I'm queen rule follower working out in the mask, um, is fine. It's like, I've only had to, I've only done it a couple of times because I'm not exactly at my, at the gym all the time. And the problem now that I have been having and was having even before this, but I think it's gotten worse. I don't know. Maybe that now that it's gotten colder and my skin is getting more dry, I am getting the worst, like under the skin pimples from, it's gotta be from the mask that I'm just from like rubbing along like my chin and like up by my ears where it, hurts so bad like you know when you get the ones that you can almost feel from like the inside of your mouth like I'm like my face feels bruised that's how tough it is so if anybody's got any uh any any tips for those I would love to hear them see that guy look at that thing I do I do if anybody's a dermatologist hit Fran up yeah it because I'm getting them like I got one up here too where it feels like like a, a bruise, it hurts so bad. Oh my god! I know, I know. I know. Well, you're. I've been trying course. to like. I know. I've been trying to. I've been trying out like different materials of the masks and trying to find the ones that like would work well that actually work and mm-hmm. um and maybe are not as harsh on on the skin, but it's hard because you know there you want to make sure that your mask is the right kind of mask and is doing the trick and protecting you and protecting the other people. Um, cause you can get the ones that it's like, oh, this is great for your skin, but then you get it and you're like, well, this is, I, I'm breathing through the bottom of it. Like yeah. this is definitely not, not actually doing like not actually being a mask. So then what's the point? <laughs> right. The surgical masks they just do well for me. The, the yeah. blue ones, the straight up yeah. the, yep. the mask, the, the OG, they do yeah. it for me. That's what I go with. I don't, Thankfully, I'm not dealing with the breakouts, but I hope we can figure that out for you, Fran. As for the gym, the worst thing my chiropractor could have told me recently was that running is the worst thing for your body. Oh, yeah. And and now I'm like, fuck, yeah, I am. Fuck running. I don't like (laughs) I hate running. I'm the worst runner ever. I'm, I'm so bad at it. And then when I go to the gym, I'll get on the treadmill and I'll run if I do do that or I'll just do it in intervals. And the other day I went to the chiropractor and she was like, you know, running is the worst thing for your body. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's all I needed to hear. I'm never going back. Especially treadmills. Like, yep. The impact on your feet and your whole body is not good. Yeah. 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 And especially, um, you know, for the, the people who are runners, I think they know how to take care of their body and it works for them when you're like not really a runner and then try and run and you're like, uh, that's, I, sometimes I feel like when it can be the worst for you too. And you're like, Oh God, like you're putting more pressure on your body that your body's not used to. So just gotta, gotta come up with other things. Yeah. Maybe just stick to like squats or something. Get that yeah. booty popping and that's it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, Fran, I think it's time to get into the topics for today's episode. We have one of my favorite topics in a really long time. This one is just, 
hilarious. Scott this six slid into the DMs of Meg from Love Island season four about how she treated somebody else on the show. It does not read like a real Scott Disick DM. It's one of the funniest things I have heard in a really long time. I think you can agree with me on that, Fran. Yep. We also have a music video from Miley Cyrus and Dua Lipa called Prisoner and New Song, and also a music video from Shawn Mendes and Justin Bieber and New Song called Monster. And we have a really embarrassing video of Lucas Sage, who's an actor from Euphoria. He was on Zoom with the director. The director was not muted, started talking shit about uh, Lucas's apartment, and it's highly uncomfortable. We'll play the clip from you. And is Taylor Swift releasing a new album? We'll just have to wait and see. Let's get into it, starting off with Scott Disick's DM. Like I said in the beginning, this is one of the strangest stories to come across our desk in a really long time. Scott Disick allegedly slid into the DMs of Meg from Love Island season four, and he wrote, hey, I recently saw your program Love Island. I had a few questions for you about it. Let me know when you are around to speak about it. She replied, hey, you dot dot dot. What do you want to know? X. He wrote, I was recently introduced to a beautiful man named Eyal. When I went to see what he's done on TV, I was astonished by your behavior to find you mugging him off and taking full advantage of his unbelievably beautiful sense of humor and vulnerability. I'm extremely disturbed that anybody could be so disrespectful to somebody for no good reason. I would like to know if you'd be willing to write him an apology. The fact that you told him he wasn't funny when in fact you were not Jim Carrey is absurd. And she writes... It's not often I'm left speechless, but sorry. What have I just read? Genuinely a little concerned about Scott, though. So she didn't show her reply to that message, but that's what she wrote over the story. And I, people were sending this to us, and I was like, "This, there's no way this is real. But then I went to her story, and she actually posted that. And I don't think that you don't just make up Scott Disick randomly DMing you like that. That is a DM from Scott Disick that makes no sense, and it's hilarious. So like you said, at first I had the same thought, oh my, somebody must've made this, but I went, watched her story and he had it on there and she's continued to make jokes about it. Like she's been reposting memes about it on her story. And I, it makes me think that this is just one kind of hilarious joke to Scott where he did this is kind of like a, we know if you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Scott loves a good prank so maybe this was some kind of prank or some kind of dare. It definitely, not that we needed any more com- confirmation that Scott and Amelia Gray have got something going on because Amelia's sister Delilah has been dating y'all for the last couple of years. Now, side note, Delilah and y'all are like one of the hottest couples ever. It's like, I, I've, follow Delilah and Amelia both on Instagram but like when I see Delilah back in London with him or they're traveling or whatever it is they're just they're an unbelievable couple that was and that was also one where I fell down a rabbit hole of when I rewatched all of Beverly Hills 
and I was stalking the girls on Instagram and was like, I, I'm sorry. Is this Delilah with y'all from season four of Love <laughs> Island? Like, how does this happen? How did it happen? I don't know. But it all makes sense for Scott to be like, I was recently introduced to a beautiful man <laughs> named y'all because that is Delilah's boyfriend. So it's all connected now. And it feels like maybe Scott thought this would be some funny joke to send her. I don't know, but like you said, but it was all very serious, but the way he wrote it made it seem like he was kind of kidding, like for him to use mugging him off. Like he, he was using the love Island lingo. Maybe he's really into watching love Island right now. (laughs) It seemed too serious to be a joke. I would love to think that Scott Disick is playing around here because we know Scott Disick is a huge jokester. And maybe that is the case. We know he loves playing pranks, especially on Chris Jenner. Maybe he's playing some sort of prank right now, but the way that that was so thought out and like a paragraph long him, like sneak dissing her, like saying she's not Jim Carrey. It all seemed a little too real to me for it to be a joke. I think that somehow, I, I don't even know why this would be the case, but he met y'all and he was like, y'all was like, I was on Love Island. Then they all sit around, they're watching Love Island together. And Scott Disick starts getting pissed off about the way Meg is treating him. And then does Amelia say, hey, can I have your phone to to DM Meg? Or can we all send her a, a DM together? Like, I am too concerned about Scott Disick after this DM. I know. I know. And I keep, I'm trying to remember from watching season four, you know, because obviously everybody has accents. Meg and yeah, they called him Yal, right? Yal, y'all. Y'all, I I know I'm saying it. I I can't. I feel like I'm trying to go back to when I watched when like watching the, I'm trying to like pretend to listen to them saying his name. I think it's Yal. Yeah. Trying to say it like with an accent. Saying it wrong. Maybe. Yal. Delilah and Yal. <laughs> but I don't it's I think this is it like you said, it is one of the most absurd things that Scott has. And I also love that she responded back to like, hey you. <laughs> like having no idea what Scott Disick was going to say to her. And instead it was like, just to tell her that (laughs) she really fucked up with this guy. And Hey, I recently saw your program, Love Island. (laughs) Like Meg thought she was getting some Scott Disick dick and it turned out that he was pissed off the way she was. And I also love that he used mugging off. Like he was watching the show and he's so into the show right now that he too used mugging off. And he, he either knows Eyal like pretty well now or, or he just loved him on the show. (laughs) Like it was to say his unbelievably beautiful sense of humor and vulnerability. Like it's just, I don't know. It's very funny. Um, this message came through late at night, her time, which I guess would be pretty normal for like, if she's in the UK and he's in California, it's just like the middle of the day for Scott to send this message. <laughs> it was like three fifteen in the morning for her. 
it's just like a, you know, middle of the day for, for Scott firing off this, firing off this DM. So I don't know. I have, I love Island take Scott, please. Yeah. I would love some kind of follow-up to this. Like, was there another, did she send anything back to that? Did they have any more of a conversation? Does Scott have anything else to say about this? Can you imagine Kim Kardashian receiving this and being like, how embarrassing, Scott? Like, they're, like they're just mocking him to the fullest. And they, yeah. they're just like, that is so embarrassing. <laughs> it, it's, once again, it's hard to even talk about it in great detail because it's so random and so and so confusing but maybe he was just coming to the defense of his new girlfriend's sister's boyfriend (laughs) who has also you know just a star on a reality of a fellow star on a reality tv program Listen up, guys. We've all accomplished things we never thought we could. Running your first 5K on no sleep, learning a new language you'll never use, and winning that college basketball bracket challenge, even if it was auto-picked. So why not add cutting your own hair to the list? Wall makes hair clippers that keep you looking your best. And hey, if a winning bracket just isn't in the cards for you this year, at least you'll have a winning look. Get your Wall hair clippers at wallusa.com. Wall, you got this. Miley Cyrus and Dua Lipa released a new song and music video called Prisoner. The music video was insane. It was hot. It was steamy. It was reckless. I was loving every bit of it. It was raunchy, just sexy. Yeah, Yeah, it really has all of those adjectives, all the ones you can think of for that video it was shot in such a really cool way it was kind of like a 80s rock tour bus vibe and Miley and Dua are just like all over each other and it just love as the video continued just more clothes were coming off more they're they're they got the cherry juice all over them it looks like I wanted blood. To, I wanted to join I was like I need yeah. to be a part of this <laughs> my I was watching and weirdly enough, like the first question that came into my head, I don't know why this was that, but I, I just started to think about the logistics of this video. (laughs) And I'm like, obviously I'm just like, Dan, Miley. I wonder how many times Miley had to like pour cherry juice all over herself and take it all off and then do it all over again and then do it again. You know, unless Unless Smiley's just a one shot kind of gal, like they just they go for it, and whatever footage they have, that's what's going in. 
I think with music videos, that's the way it goes because they're shooting so many different things to cut together, so many different quick shots that they're probably like, all right, this is the one time we're doing the cherry juice. Boom, let's do it. Move on to the next thing. I love the two of them together. I'm hoping that we hear more music from them together. I I think that somebody, I think Miley Cyrus said that they did record or work on a lot of songs together. Miley Cyrus's new album is coming out this Friday. So excited for that this rock album i'm so 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 excited like i really am just waiting for friday to come also to the people who always dm me every time they see dua lipa do something they dm me and they're like oh my god we thought this was you like thank you because you boost my confidence so much that when i look in the mirror i'm like i'm a pop star so you maybe you shouldn't do that but also at the same time (laughs) keep it coming because i really it flatters me every time you are both beautiful pop stars in your oh own way Thank you friend and well I love the two of them together too because one when you just don't see as many female I think quote-unquote pop stars do a lot of collaborations together you know Ariana Grande um, has done a lot which I think has been really cool and Miley and Dua, their two sounds just go together really well. Like Dua has that cool pop thing that also feels kind of like throwbacky, mm-hmm. and Eight. yeah. And Miley has this like the rock vibe, the rasp that she's going for right now. And the two, when it's combined, it's so cool. And I, the song is great; is so catchy. The two of them are absolute superstars and they should just I know we're getting a new Miley album so like don't hey Fran don't be greedy but they (laughs) should just put out like a whole album together would be so cool we need more of that you know how rappers all the time they'll do an album together like Lil Uzi Vert just put an album out with Future every song is Future and Lil Uzi Vert together we've seen Future do it with Drake we've I can name so many collaborations. Those are just the two. Watch that- the throw. Oh, yes. Kanye West and Jay-Z. Like so many collaborations. And they're so good every single time. But I feel like you don't see that with pop stars or other musicians just doing one whole album together Together, where it's like, you know, every yeah. song is Dua Lipa and Miley Cyrus, which would be unreal. So, yeah, I, I, you know, it is greedy to ask, but I know why you're asking it because it would be amazing. I can't stop thinking about Miley Cyrus's album coming up. I love Joan Jett. She has a song coming out with Joan Jett, which I'm really excited for. And I'm just excited to see this new stage of Miley Cyrus. Like we knew that she's, we know she's a rocker. We know she's a rock star. We know she's got that voice, but now we're going to hear the songs to prove it. Another great collaboration, Sean Mendez and Justin Bieber released a new song and music video called Monster, not to be confused with Monster by Kanye West and Nicki Minaj and Rick Ross and all the other rappers on yes. the planet. A new monster that is really good. Another collaboration that is fantastic. Sean and Justin both have 
similar, like similar vibes in, in that they are these like beautiful, legit vocalists where they both like can really sing and they're both really talented. So hearing this together is super cool. I feel like we have had a theme recently of Justin really uh, hashing out his inner demons from when he was younger. Like, it just seems like every song has a reference to like, uh, when I was 15, like I was super famous. Um, but, But the song is great. The video is great. And we don't need like, Another, we're talking about, it's it's funny because you could talk about them in the same way. Like, they're both so sexy. It's a great video. Not as raunchy. Hey, when you said sexy like that, it yeah. was sexy. Not as, not as raunchy as uh, Miley and Dua, but very cool, like, creepy vibes to it. Um, Justin posted a picture on Instagram of the like old Bieber look he's like this was when this was you know 15 the line from the beginning of the of his verse and he's in the the purple sweater he's got the whole thing going on uh, the peace sign this was I, right I was 15 when the world put me on a pedestal now fun fact about this photo it was taken at Nintendo World in Rockefeller Center um in 2000 nine or ten probably I think nine and I was there I was gonna I, say you were there <laughs> you I were was there, there. <laughs> um I was there I waited online outside of Nintendo World this event was held in Nintendo World that's where like Justin Bieber's fame was at at that time and we walked in and he sat at his little table and we got him to sign our poster. He In the picture behind him is the poster. It's like the Justin Bieber um, one time poster. And he signed everybody's poster. And then he did like a little acoustic set in Nintendo World. And so it's crazy because like I have I have like these pictures of him in this outfit. I'm like, wow, that was it's just nice to get the to know that that moment for him was as important in his life as it was to me. You know, I think back yeah. at that time and I'm always like, did Justin even like remember doing that? You know, but here it is. He's posting about it. This was a big moment in Tender World NYC. I also have another thing to share with you. I didn't tell you about this this weekend, but it threw me for a loop. I had a dream Saturday night. Oh boy. That's or Friday night. That's my, my friends and celebrities, a, a, an assortment, I'm was sorry. living were living in my home in New Jersey with my parents and me as well. And I had gone on some kind of trip and I was coming back. And Justin and Haley lived in my basement. <laughs> Wait a second. Can we back up though for a second? Yes. I wasn't there. You were not there. Wow. <laughs> Wow. You were not there. You didn't uh, nope. invite me? I, That's fucked up. You were not there. To be honest, you could have been there, but all I, when I woke up, all I really remembered was that there was a lot of people. I hope like, my subconscious remembers not to include you in any of my cool dreams anymore. Good. Good. That would only, <laughs> that would only be fair. Well, Justin, so Justin and Haley lived in my basement. Um, and me and Haley, I came back from the trip and like me and Haley were very close 
she was talking about how she was really excited. They were moving out. They were going somewhere new, like starting a new chapter in their lives. And it, it seemed like my parents had kind of said to them, like, hey, it's time to get out of the basement. Wow. And I come back from this trip. Um, and also, side note, like me and Justin had previously had some kind of thing. Oh my God. Um, Justin, Justin had gone to normal high school for like six months and we'd gone to the same high school and it was like, Oh yeah. You know, we did it in high school it was years ago. Like, no, it doesn't even matter anymore. And I come home from this trip. Now I'm supposed to move into the basement. They were moving out. I'm supposed to move in. We're all at dinner. And my mom's like, well, you know, it's time you, you kind of got to get a move on like you know Francesca's gotta have the basement and they were like oh no of course and in my head I'm like oh my god I'll sleep anywhere else they can stay I don't want them to leave and they pack up their stuff they get in the car they drive like halfway down the street and then I don't know what happens they turn around they come back Haley's so pissed <gasps> and she's so upset and Justin's like I just couldn't leave yet and oh my god I'm freaking out and then I woke up. <laughs> oh, no, that I have chills down my spine as if that actually happened. Like I was like, oh I my know. God, Justin Bieber wants to be with Fran. <laughs> Holy shit. I know that was. And then, then I woke up. It was one of those dreams where you wake up and you're like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> like, you're, like, you're like, what is going on in my life that this is what I'm dreaming about? And Fran. Yeah. We we talk about celebrities way too often to not have dreams about them. My dreams might consist of celebrities and it's fun, but at the same time I wake up pissed every morning. So I I I bet you woke up and you were like, Oh my, this is the worst fucking day ever. My dream was so yeah. cool and now I have to go about my normal life where Justin Bieber up- is not in love with me. <laughs> I woke up and was like, I can't I can't believe I didn't date Justin Bieber in high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's unreal. I'm like, oh God, that would have been such a cool story. Um, but anyway, clearly had a lot of Justin Bieber on the brain um, yeah. this weekend. And honestly, I do kind of blame the song. I was listening to this song a lot. I watched the music video a bunch of times. It's, and so there you go. It's my favorite one he's put out in recent memory ever, ever since uh, hit Changes came out. Yeah. That was his album name, right? Yes. How yes. rude of me. That was such a, I was kidding. That was such just a diss. Throw the, throw the, I was going to say, twist, <laughs> twist the dagger a little, a yeah. little, a little harder. Um, just to go a little yes. deeper with it. But uh, yes. yeah, this was my favorite song of his I've heard in a while. Of course, it's with Sean Mendes, so it's not just his song, but I really liked it. Um, the haunting vibes of it kind of, I don't know. He does keep mentioning his struggle, which I, I think is good because people need to be aware of what happened and he's this is therapeutic for him and he's getting through. Yes, it but feels I- like this is the next phase. The next phase is for him to talk about it as much as he wants to. And then the next phase, like it's like, clean your hands of it yeah all right wipe my hands they're clean also happy birthday to Haley Bieber it's her birthday right now and you know what's fucked up and I'm sure you do the same thing I check to see which stories celebrities repost of other friends tagging them I'm like did they repost this friend who tagged them happy birthday yeah I I also spend too much time looking at those things also because I I haven't seen um, this afternoon, but this morning when I was looking through stories and saw she had reposted Justine and a couple other ones and then posted multiple from Kim Kardashian. And I was like, 
Kim Kardashian. What are you doing posting stories about for Haley Bieber's birthday? Then I went to Kim's Instagram and went through all of Kim's stories and saw that she even posted a couple more that Haley didn't post. And I was just like, I, yeah, it's, it is very, it is very interesting to see which ones and they always pick the best ones to repost. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing about Kim Kardashian. I was like, Kim Kardashian posting for Haley's birthday, huh? And then Addison Ray posted and I was like, will she repost it? And she I did. Saw, I saw that one. It's just like wild that Bryce Hall is like involved in that. Along for the ride. He yeah. just gets to hang out because his girlfriend is cool and it, celebrities want to be friends with his girlfriend. So he gets to go to the party. Justin Bieber could probably teach Bryce Hall a thing or two. Yeah. You know what? Maybe Justin Bieber needs to. Oh, no. If Justin Bieber starts hanging out with Bryce Hall, Justin Bieber is just going to revert back to being Bryce Hall. (laughs) Very possible. But, you know, I feel like Justin is in a great space where he could also really help Bryce Hall. (laughs) Very true. But I feel like Bryce Hall wants to get some more years under his belt of acting like an asshole. Yeah. that's Like I'm a a 20 year old kid right now. Let me act like a douchebag. Right, right. That is true. He's got a few more years to get those out. So, And then he has time to, like, come around again. You know, right. everyone's like, oh, Bryce Hall, he's changed. He has that redemption right. story lined up. He can go through a little bit, like, of a Logan Paul situation. Yeah, maybe, if he goes that far. You know, he hasn't he hasn't gone to Logan Paul limit yet. No, I will no. say, he is not, I but- don't hate Logan Paul anymore. Because I've seen videos of Logan Paul where I'm like, you know what? You fucking changed and I can tell and I'm proud of you, Logan Paul. You seem like a good person now. I'm not even going to lie. I'm, I, I will give credit where it's due. I think Logan Paul has changed and has become a good person. I Yes, I think that he has changed. I disagree. I don't know necessarily how far I would go to, to say like, he, I don't really know him on that level, but he has definitely changed and it seems like continuing to grow like he's on the right path i watched the video of him on his podcast talking about harry styles and you know the whole dress scenario and how you know the the world freaked out over the death of masculinity whatever bullshit you know all the bullshit that went viral after after the pictures came out and logan was so swift to defend Harry Styles and the other gentleman on the podcast that I do not know the name of Mike, right. Is one of them. Yeah. And then the other one who were like, no, he's, this is not manly. This is not being, he's not a man. Oh, off. And Logan was so quick to defend him was like, well, what's like, what defines being a man to you? And then it, then it turned into like, Oh, you, I can't have my own opinion, bro. Like you got to get mad at me for having my own opinion. Uh, so it went back and forth for a while, but I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised to see Logan Paul jump to the defense of Harry Styles. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's nice. Logan, you are right. And Harry Styles, if that's how he wants to express himself, absolutely do it. So I, you know what, when I saw that, I was like, you know what, I'm, that's a step in the right direction. Right. Maybe I went too far saying, I think Logan Paul is like a good person. Cause I don't, you're right. I don't know him personally, but I do think he is on the right path and i appreciate seeing him like try to be a better person than what he displayed prior like i don't hate logan paul anymore jake paul i fucking hate (laughs) logan paul don't mind i think we can thank josie canseco a lot too i feel like yeah a phenomenal influence for logan the thing is i love josie so i'm like you know what josie if you like logan fine by me exactly 
Um, what were we talking about to begin with? Oh, the Justin oh, Bieber, Sean Justin, Mendes music video. <laughs> and Justin Bieber maybe helping Bryce Hall. And you said yes. that maybe Bryce Hall will have like a Logan Paul-esque thing. But he yes. hasn't gone as far as Logan Paul yet. So maybe no. don't even go near that. Don't just Bryce Hall. You you know what? You just do you. You just do you for now. And then, like we said, Justin Bieber will help you out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the last thing I want to say about this collaboration is I'm very excited for Shawn Mendes, uh, his new album. I listen to Wonder all the time. I feel like I haven't given that song enough credit. I think it's beautiful and wonderful. And I'm very excited um, for the new sound, the new album. And it does seem like he is in a really beautiful place with Camilla right now. So it's nice that Sean and Justin can both collaborate and work together and they both are separate, you know, they're in love and their own relationships and maybe they can help each other out. Cause it's a, it's a, it, you, you didn't really expect this to happen with the Haley Baldwin. Yeah. Being the one to kind of be in the middle of that. It's crazy to think about that. Haley probably had sex with Sean Mendes and Justin Bieber is like, that's cool. I'm gonna make a banger with him. Yeah. Like being able yeah. to move, being able to move past that is huge. Yeah. They went to the Met Gala together. They went to the Met Gala. Justin didn't even go to the Met Gala with Haley in the year they were married. Yeah. So, you know what? If that if if you still question the growth Justin Bieber has made, that I think that proves it right there. That they're helping each other, promoting each other and actually working together. I think Sean Mendez has always kind of wanted to be very Justin Bieber-esque. Not not to be Justin Bieber, but to have the kind he of career Justin, Justin Bieber, Bieber has had because it's a you know small town kid from Canada making it big on the internet. It's a very similar story to Justin Bieber. GolfZone has been making simulators with moving floors since 2000. Two decades of innovation allow us to create over 6,800 possible ways to play the ball as it lies. Our high-speed cameras track over 7 billion shots hit by 5.5 million golfers playing 99 million rounds every year. No two experiences are ever the same, so it's no wonder GolfZone is the number one simulator in the world. This video went viral over the weekend. Actor Lucas Gage posted on his Instagram that he was in a Zoom audition and a director who thought he was on mute was not on mute and commented on his apartment. Let's just play the audio from this.
Yikes. You, this is everybody's worst nightmare being on Zoom. But the fact that Lucas took this moment and posted it everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, everybody's talking about it, goes to show how shitty auditioning can be for these actors, number one. And like, oh, God, make sure your microphone's on mute if you're going to say something mean. I can't imagine anything worse than this feeling. Thinking that you are in the clear, you're on mute, and you're talking shit, and then you say something like that. And also, it wasn't even a bad apartment. It didn't even look bad, the apartment. Oh, you can see TV, so now you're going to say it's like a little rinky-dink apartment, whatever it is. I mean... Why can't you just save your comments for when you get off the Zoom? And when you hang up with the Zoom, say, oh, man, I feel bad for these kids. Go ahead. Talk your shit. But when you're on that Zoom, you got to you got to keep it closed because you never know when you're not on mute. I'm not exactly. that's the thing. I'm not going to blame him for talking shit like off. If this was off camera and the director was like, I can't believe these these young actors living in these apartments. Like, yeah, whatever. You say what you want to say. You're probably a rich director. I get it. But when you're on Zoom and this kid is auditioning for you and he's trying to win you over and you're just looking and you're just making fun of him. What an embarrassing moment for him. And how is he supposed to continue on with his audition in the right mindset? If I was sitting there and all of a sudden the director is talking shit about my apartment now i'm going forward and i'm like oh my god i'm not getting this part he thinks my apartment sucks he thinks i'm 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 an idiot i'm i'm useless i'm nothing look at my apartment yeah it's you gotta give the poor guy some some respect like he's here he's auditioning and oh sorry he's not in front of like some fireplace like set around him it really looked pretty nice. You know, he, it has gone so crazy viral that so many um, other celebrities have commented on it. Like, and also I think it's, it's also crazy that he had said these poor people live in these tiny apartments, like these poor people, like, Oh, you little, Oh, you little actors. You oh, you little your, tiny people. You tiny, you poor people in your tiny little apartments. That's what my horrific British accent since this director was British. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, and he's like, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. And Lucas handled it so well. Cause he kind of tried to make a joke of it. Like, Hey, yeah, I know it's my shitty apartment. Like could really use this job. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that would that would help. Um, the director said, I'm mortified. Now, so many people have been trying to figure out who the director was. He said he wasn't going to um, post who it was. But people have been trying to guess from the audio. There was a lot of guesses for Matthew Vaughn, but I'm not quite sure if that is accurate. I know Dumois was taking a lot of submissions on who uh, people thought the the director was. And... And he got so much love, right? It's like uh, Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner, January Jones, Lucy Hale, Dakota Fanning, Wilmer Valderrama, Brittany Snow, Anna Camp, Robbie Amell, Sydney Sweeney, Emmy Rossum. <laughs> like so many people commenting. Emmy Rossum had a very interesting comment. She said, I think I know that voice. If it's who I'm thinking of, he asked me to audition for him once, but not to read a scene. He said he knew I could act, just to come into his office in a bikini and do a twirl. No joke. That was the ask. 
My reps said he wanted to know if I was, quote, fat right now. I believe I told my agent, tell him no thank you and to go fuck himself. So if that's the same guy, he sounds like a real piece of shit. Yeah, he does sound like a real piece of shit. Um, I feel like a lot of directors low-key are. You know, we don't Mm -hmm. see it, but behind the scenes, you hear a lot of scummy stories like that. I think that even though that this was a very unfortunate situation, I think it's the best thing that could have happened to him at the same time, because now he has all these, these eyes on him. He's going to have a lot of people feeling bad for him. He's going to have a lot of people wanting to give him a shot now because they know how he was embarrassed like this. He has all these actors and musicians, whoever else on his side. So I feel like even though, yes, this is terrible and the director is an asshole for doing that and made him look like really silly and embarrassed him like that. I do think it's going to benefit him in some way. You know, there's always, there's a positive outcome to this like very negative experience. Yeah, definitely. And he, I guess is working with Molly Shannon right now in, in Hawaii, they're filming something because she had commented on it as well. And he had replied like, I love you. Thank God I didn't get the part because I wouldn't be working with you in Hawaii right now. So, cause everyone was like, well, I hope you at least got the part if the director said this shit to you or whatever. And he's like, Oh no, didn't get the part probably for the best. Like this is maybe not the guy you want to be working with. And um, that is totally okay. But it's really, it was just obviously something that went crazy, crazy viral. And now everybody just wants to know who this director is. I think January Jones commenting saying like, oh, I think I know that voice um, through people for a loop. Actors know that the, the yeah. voice, the, the clip was long enough to hear a voice and know who it is. We don't know because we don't know these directors, but I'm sure there are plenty of actors out there that once they played the clip, they knew exactly who he was talking about and or who he was talking to. And also at the same time, he's probably DMing or talking to a lot of people now where he's straight up telling them who it was. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this kid's not keeping it a secret to the peers that are DMing him. He's keeping it a secret to us, but I'm sure he's letting, you know, Sophie Turner, right. Joe Jonas, January Jones, and yeah. Ross. I'm like, I'm sure he's he's letting yeah. them know who it is. Yeah. And the director, rightfully so, gets aired out. So hopefully that kind of, even though people don't know who it is, even though that kind of public humiliation makes him, uh, Think about what he says on the Zoom auditions. Yeah, definitely. Make sure you got that mute on. Or just don't just don't just don't talk shit at all until you know you hang up. Okay, is Taylor Swift giving us a sign? We don't know. She posted on Sunday a picture of her on Instagram with the caption, not a lot going on at the moment. Now, if we rewind to April 27th, 2020, to be specific, Taylor posted a photo saying not a lot going on at the moment. And it only took till July 24th for folklore to be released. Was this another hint at possibly more music coming? 
Is this a hint about her re-recording her old music? I think maybe it's going to be about her releasing new recordings of her old music because yeah. we had just been giving an, an given an album. Like it, it's too soon to have a new Taylor Swift album, but it is not too soon to have a new album of just recordings of the old music. I think now's the time, you know, she's allowed to do it. Why wait? Um, I think that that may be what we're headed towards, especially since we saw the drama unfold last week with Scooter Braun and her again, I think that is what I would think of. I would not say new album, though. Right. I think this is a sign that she is recording something. I feel like it's code for I, I'm saying I'm not doing anything, but I actually am doing something. Um, it would be crazy for it to be an entirely new album again since Folklore came out in July and... When did Lover come out? Did Lover come out in 2020? That was 2019, I feel like. Yeah, it was 2019. But it I, was I saw... at the end of 2019. Okay, well, yes. August 2019. That this is going to be Red. That's what they think. They think she's re-recording Red? Yeah, that's that's the rumor. The song or the whole album? No, the whole album. Yeah. You know what? I'm sure that is what she's doing. She came out and said she has started that process which makes like if you connect the dots, that does make it seem like um, she is ready to re-release the old music. Do you think which, it's going to sound like way different, like the songs? I don't know. I feel I'm like that would be cooler. I'm, yeah, I I kind of hope that they do sound a little bit different because I feel like it'll seem like we're getting new music. So I'm excited to listen to them again. And re-fall in love with all those old albums that I love so much. That I do, you know, go back and listen to sometimes, but not that often. Where if she does release them all again, I will be listening to it all the time. I don't I don't know, because it's like some of her early stuff, she's saying it was a little more country. And she had like a little bit more of a twang, I would say, when she sang. Now that's not really there. Yeah. So it's like, would that, would she just, it would probably sound a little different if she just totally re-records it in the, in the way that she is a vocalist now. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that it's definitely going to sound a little bit different at the same time, the same, because it's the same song, but just her more grown up. Obviously she's grown since then. Her voice has changed. And I think it's going to make everybody just re-listen to the music and re-listen to the songs as if it's a new album. It's going to go straight to the charts. Uh, and I, I'm excited for it. I really can't wait to see what she puts out first. Yeah. These, yeah. You know what? I can't wait. I'm just, I just wanted to go look at the track list of Red again. These songs are so fantastic. That it's just, once you re-releases all of them, sign sign me up i'm so ready to delete the old albums and install the new ones and never turn back and only listen to the ones that she wants us to listen to yeah you're giving a big fuck you to scooter braun yep 
All right, that wraps up today's episode of Chicks in the Office. We love you all. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back on Wednesday with our Bachelorette recap. And then we are off on Friday, but then we'll be back again on Monday. I said backward right there, but we're just going to move past it. Okay, everybody have an amazing week. Love you. Bye. Bye.